What you're about to listen to is a Bri-Fi production. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Bri-Fi podcast. I'm your host, Bri-Fi, your comics guy, and with me today I have a very special guest. Uh, one half of one of the greatest movie podcasts that I've ever listened to. And I don't just say that because they're my friends. I mean, I started that, but then I actually started listening to the podcast and it turns out, wow, it's really fucking good. Um, You'll get to meet him May 26th through the 28th here in Houston, Texas at the George R. Brown Convention Center, along with Tanakh Huerta. You know him as Namor, the one without love. Uh, even Sonny Strait, who's voiced pretty much all of your uh, anime childhood, like Dragon Ball Z, Lupin the Third, Assassination Classroom, One Piece, and even, uh, well, what's that other one? I was going to say My Hero Academia, if not that. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist. How did oh. I confuse those two? That's a weird twist. No. Oh, I, I'm full <laughs> of those kind of twists. Anyway, we're talking about Comic Palooza, if you haven't figured that out. May 26th through the 28th, downtown Houston, Texas. I'll be there, and Randy, along with uh, the other half of Cult 45 podcast, will be there. Randy, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on? I'm, I'm glad to be on the show. I'm glad, I'm, that, I'm glad you're here, man. Uh, it's funny. I was on your guys' show well before COVID, I'm pretty sure. Like right at that, age, like Thor was was the one, and then yeah, we, we yeah, Thor, and then COVID hit, no correlation, yeah. but <laughs> and you know it's funny. I go back and I listen to that, and I hate myself every minute right. of that show. I, I just I was like, what? I want you guys to bring me on here. I hate Thor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, well, I also am not a big fan of the first Thor movie, but. That's perfect. That's exactly the guess we need. But man, I was just like, I picked a horrible like uh, character for my um, what you call him? Uh, the best. Oh god, what do you name that character? Joe Grizzly. There you Joe go. Joe Grizzly. Oh yeah. Yeah, I picked a horrible Joe Grizzly. Like I regretted everything. I was also like three beers in. Like that sounds uh, like yeah. That's that's cold forty five. That's. That's us. That's 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 quintessential Cold Forty Five right there. I don't know, but you guys one have I like I said it, and I truly meant it. It's probably one of the, if not the best, movie podcasts out there right now. Witty, funny reviews, and just it's just you you guys you and Brandon get along so well, and it shows through on the podcast, and it, it just it makes it so much more fun to listen to than just two guys who happen to like movies. I mean, that's what I try. That's what I strive for. Is really just, I want to be. I'm actually just on the show to entertain myself more than anything else. So, just to be honest, and I've told other people this too. Like, like I may not listen to your podcast ever, unless I'm on it, because the my voice apparently is the one thing that I like about myself so much. In fact, that I will. I got into podcasting. I like the sound of my own voice. And I was like, oh, why didn't I think of this sooner when I was like in high school? I could have been in acting and then just watched and been in theater this entire time. All the lost time. That's ah, fine. Whatever. You could do it now. Just uh, go back to high school. No, and no. They, they kicked, they, they locked those doors. It's now. happening. I just read <laughs> a news article 
Oh, yes, they do lock those doors. But I just read a news article. I think I talked about it maybe two episodes ago where this woman in, I think, Connecticut or New Jersey basically impersonated as a high school student. I mean, she was like in her late 20s, so in hmm. Asian. So, I mean, it probably kind of worked out. Yeah, I could see that. Well, for a week it did. Like, uh, I think I called it my never been kissed episode because it was why? pretty much the same tagline. But why? So she was going through like a huge depression and a divorce and uh... it was like really messy. And she wanted to go back to a time where things were just oh my safe. God. This is a Wes Anderson film. Doesn't that just this is like this screams like it needs some kind of like weird pastels and studding like just like someone just dreamy eyed looking right down the barrel of a camera. I'm just like, oh, I'm so happy to be here again. <laughs> and there's I, a creepy principal is like, I don't remember Chang Cho. What the who the fuck is this? <laughs> I and then I wanted to be upset and angry, but when she gave the reason, I all I could do was I felt that like I've been there. That's that's what have been the last scene. The like she's going to jail. The judge is like an old high school principal, and he's just like, "No, I get it. Now nah, you know it. what? Go away." <laughs> I mean, this time go to college. You know time, where yeah. it's this, acceptable. You can go to college and just pay for it. It's fine. You don't even have to. Pay for it. You can just show up and hang out in the student center. You I've know what? done that. I I had a buddy who literally has about half the credits I do, zero of the student debt though, who did that with me when I went to go film school, and I was like, ugh. Smartest man alive. He he, he was pretty smart until 2016. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. I thought it was pretty clever until he was like, nah, I like this guy. I don't. <laughs> oh God! And that's the political portion of the podcast. There it is. Moving on. Is. Moving that past. Taking long. Hey, that's going to segue even better into what we're going to talk about today. There it is. Politics. Politics. But uh, speaking of politics and all that stuff, let's just get into what we're going to talk about today. All right. Another great segue and ad for Comic Palooza. Yes. <laughs> <gasps> Uh, one of the other guests that will be joining Comic Palooza this year is artist Steve McNeven, who I had failed to remember I've met before and actually had him sign one of my issues of uh, Marvel's Civil War comic from 2007. Oh, OK. Yeah, right. I was like, I was like, wow, this guy looks very familiar. And then I was like, oh, wait, we were. We were actually at Comic Palooza together. Oh. I was like, oh, him and Mark uh, Millar worked on this. And I was like, I got one of them to sign it. And it That's wasn't Mark. Right. Okay. I was wondering why it felt this way. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So I, and I can't remember if if it was a different convention or not, or if it was for Comic Palooza. I really can't. But yeah, so I already have this dude's signature. And it's a beautiful signature, by the way. And he's super nice from what I remember. And he never seemed bored about talking about civil war which no. i mean every i think by the at that time everyone knew it was becoming a movie with captain america so i'm sure he had to talk about it in length and depth and to the point where he probably hates it personally i mean i would i, I don't know i just depends on how much how invested i am in my own story that i probably would never get you sick of it 
But yeah. Oh, you lo- you love hearing yourself. You would love talking. You would be doing all kinds of interviews. I would. I was like, <laughs> ask me whatever you want. What do, what do you want to know? What do you want to know? What was I you're eating just, that day? <laughs> you're just the sunburned version of Kevin Smith, okay? I know. Yes. Oh, that's that's my <laughs> that's dream. What I want. <laughs> that's exactly what I want. Don't we all? I know, right? I mean, that's kind of why I started podcasting anyway. Same, I, same here. It's like, if he could do it. I mean, I know right? that he makes movies and is actually kind of famous and shit like that. But yeah, but it's like he made. And then like, once you start realizing about people who make movies like James Cameron, I was like, oh my God, James Cameron, the maker of Avatar and Titanic. What else? Terminator, Aliens, The Abyss. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. What else? That's it. <laughs> But or you like, can live off of those. You can live off of five. You can live off of five or six movies, and apparently Kevin Smith has proven you can live off of one, just one, one good movie, and the rest of them can be garbage, steadily decline garbage, all the way until it's like you know what, no one cares anymore. <laughs> but we're still gonna go watch it. We're still gonna go see it. You built a fan base now, and we're all we all love you. You're a great guy. He's a real nice guy. And that's Marvel. And that's how Marvel figured out their whole scheme. It's just that's look it. at what Kevin Smith is doing. We could do the same thing. Like, that's right. We can once you create a mediocre beef movie factory, they'll never stop coming. <laughs> just as long as the Meach movie hits a B, we'll be fine. <laughs> some of them can be A's, some of them can be F's. But most of them can have to be a B. And it's like gonna a, be great. We're gonna be so fine. All We're day. gonna be so much money. So much money. So many What strippers. about the TV shows, Mr. Feige? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Who gives a shit about those? Who gives a shit about the TV shows? That's what I don't give a goddamn the... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. got seven seasons. <laughs> That's where we send all the art majors. Yep. All the money makers, all the wolves, all the wolves I'm... of Wall Street, they're right here with me. I recently just finished Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> I have not finished Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That was so... It was so mediocre. Was like, no, it was mediocre. <laughs> I was just like, it's kind of sad that that's that's it. That's how it ends. Oh, really? That's how it ends. Now I'm gonna have to get back into it. Well, it 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 had the benefit of the doubt, knowing that like this is it. Once we're done with this, we're done. So they're like, well, worst they can do is get get mad and cancel us. So we're already there. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? Period. Peace. The most expensive thing we can think of. Got it. We'll do eight of them. (laughs) (laughs) I need to get into it because I think I did see something like that where it's like they go back in time or something. Like, okay, that's what happened. Twice. I I wasn't sure. Oh, more than once. Where'd you stop at? Um, Shortly after Quake had her powers. That's season three. (laughs) Yeah, that's where I stopped. (laughs) Season four has Ghost Rider. Season four is actually is is pinnacle TV. Ghost Rider, everything that you like now in the MCU TV area comes from Agents of Shield season three or season four. The Darkhold, season four. Uh, Really? Yeah, Doctor Strange, cool ass portals to the multiverse, season four. Um, AI's taking over the planet, season four. I was like, what? Yeah. So it's like I really gave what up if on the show season right four. before it got great. 
I mean, season four is good. And then like season five shows up and it's like, what what just happened? Where'd it go? Where'd I go just now? And I was like, oh, we, oh, this is our Guardians of the Galaxy season. Okay, cool. Because we're out in space. No explanation of how we got here until we get to the very end. But we're in space now. It's like, oh, okay. I think the issue that they have is they don't have someone like you pitching these shows to me. Like if the trailer was just you doing your yeah. hitch me up. Oh yes. That's your problem. You're not doing enough hitch me ups is what was I, happening on YouTube. I get, I completely abandoned hitch me ups. Cause it was like, eh. That's I don't know if anyone I decided yeah. if I wanted to even think about watching something. If anyone else has this thing, I have this thing when I get, when I want to be creative, it's like, I have this hump where it's like all the creative energy fills me up and I can do no wrong. And I can just plot out a thousand things. And I just start making stuff like new show concepts, write scripts. I'm writing a comic book right now. And then I do this now that I'm aware of it because I know once I get to like a certain point where it's like, Oh, everything's going to be amazing once it's finished. And then, and now I can, I'm like, I don't want to get up in the morning. Why is work a thing? Gee, it's hard to poo. Ugh, I don't want to cook. I don't even want to get out of bed. What do I have a family to deal with? No. No. And that lasts for about three months until like, you know, that'd be a really cool idea. And then it starts back up again. So it's like, uh, I hitch me up, hit me right when I got, I got it right in that sweet spot. But right now I'm still, it's been six months now. So I'm getting back. Like literally the other day I was like, I should go back to hitch me ups. Cause it's yes. been six months and my, my brain is like, okay, creative juices are flowing. Yes. All these new trailers are coming out. Yes. Start making hitch me ups. And I'm like, I don't want so oh, to, I got to edit. But then I, I found cap cut. Okay. That is like, it's like a smaller, mini version of premiere that you don't have to pay for and it's real easy and i'm like yes i'm gonna that. have to try that i've been wanting to do something because like I, i'm on twitch and so i i you know do shit with gaming right and i want to do like highlight videos like better quality highlight videos because i do everything right now the most getaway possible is i get on my phone I go to my Twitch because, it, you know, it saves everything that I streamed for that day. So like two hours of footage, right? Right, right, right. And I literally screen record all the parts that I want, put it into iMovie, and then edit it through iMovie, only then to upload it to YouTube after that. Yeah, that's what CapCode is. It's basically iMovie, but without... Right. I mean, you don't have to have an iPhone for it. It's just... See, and that's what I want because my my eyes hurt. I, I'm already bad enough as it is trying to right. do this on a fucking iPhone sucks ass. But like you can download a CapCut to a desktop. And I was like, oh, yeah, that works. Yes. I used it the other day for work. Like they're like, oh, we just want this thing to like roll. But all we have are these pictures. And I was like, huh, I can just put it in a put all the pictures in a slideshow inside a CapCut and just have it loop. Forever. Hell yes. I don't have to do nothing. You're the man with the plan, Randy. I got paid $20 an hour to think of something I use TikTok for. Ah. <laughs> don't let them hear this. Don't let them hear that. <laughs> but it's like, guys, sometimes you just got to find the cheapest way to do things for the most amount of money. And sometimes <laughs> the cheapest, like there's a reason why the cheapest ways are still around. Because right? they fucking work. Because they work. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. But <laughs> 
I digress, man. We got to get back. Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. Civil War. But back to Civil War. Yeah, there we go. We, we had to slowly make our way back there. So, there yeah. Is. Whole reason why we even started this guest, Steve McNeven, coming to Comic Palooza. And that's what brought us here. And also, I thought this would be just a good thing to talk about. I've been talking about Marvel series on the podcast. We've been mm-hmm. kind of going through everything. And I think up next... Or did I already talk about it? Was oh no, I'm going going to talk about a secret invasion because the TV show's coming out. I've been working on those. Oh yeah. Well, I've been working on Secret Warriors, Secret Warriors, which is supposed to lead into Secret Invasion. Okay. Because like, it's Nick Fury, but '80s Fury, so not Samuel L. Jackson, right, right, David Hasselhoff, and Mm. like. But he's still working with Daisy Johnson from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> okay, nice. And Yo-Yo from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I, I like, don't remember who that is. She's a, she's a speedster. I thought that's the chick from Big Hero 6. No, no. Uh, oh, well, God. maybe they, maybe they reused the name. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. See, this is why I need to start watching Agents of Shield. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but Yo-Yo was a speedster. She was inhuman. Okay. She was. She had the ability to run. She could only run in one heartbeat, but it would bounce her right back to where she was. So she could run like a hundred yards, but then like super. Speed, She'd have to but, go back to start. But then it would like it would yank her all the way back to where she started. That sounds like boomerang. That's what that, it, that's. Oh no. well, yeah, but it was <laughs> like a, a Yo-Yo name. came back. Oh, that okay. Sorry, yeah, I thought that is. was just a racist Asian name for this no, character. She's Latina. <laughs> I don't watch the show. I don't Her name know. Is like uh, Gabriella, something or other. It's Juanita. Juanita. It might have been. I don't know. Anyway, hey, but Daisy was the Asian one. Yeah, is she? She is, isn't she? Yeah, she's Asian. I forgot about that. She's like you know, she's one of those. American Asians. American Asians. That's so much better than what I was thinking. The kind. <laughs> She's a lady scientist. She's a lady scientist. Ugh. I'll never leave. I'll never forget that. But I'm, anyway. I'm working on the script. I'm really am. I can't wait. It's on the back burner. <laughs> All right. Well, so talking about Secret Invasion. And so Civil War kind of also is a lead up into that without right. us really knowing about it until it you know, secret invasion happens and without spoiling too much secret invasion is a whole scroll thing. And honestly, now that I think about it and with like the trailers that they're doing and how they've introduced scrolls into the Marvel universe, Mm -hmm. like, cause in that comic, they're clearly the bad guys. Yeah. Or not. Well, in the, yeah. In the comic, but in the TV shows and the movies, they seem like they're working for the good. So well, I'm, I'm what curious. I is so what I assumed was that in the comics, it was an invading force that was quietly doing a, a silent invasion, a secret invasion, <gasps> if you will. <gasps> but like, but in the TV show, since we already introduced scrolls, I believe that faction was is a is a good faction because okay, it's gonna. Be I like think even option. in a, even in the comics, Jennifer Walters meets up with a scroll who like who's working with the original princess and it's like no i'm not really trying to invade earth i just want to stop the war with the kree all right that's all i was right okay yeah you're right okay 
That's why I have you on. You're the you're the details guy. Well, I, pff, that was like one detail that I remember from one book. Way, <laughs> way, way, way. But it changes everything. But it does, like, because like if you go back and watch Jessica Jones season two, they're like, I swear to you, Jay Z was taken by a lizard man, and I was like, That's a scroll. That's, that's in twenty. That's in two thousand and thirteen. That's after Avengers. That's a scroll reference. <laughs> and I never caught that. So that, that someone pays attention. I was like, I, because I, that's what Marvel does. It's like, we'll, especially if you look back like we do with our show, if you look back at the Marvel stuff and then look forward, they'll find things that they've said and be like, well, it was always that way. Like everyone forgets that the dark elves created the infinity stones. What? <laughs> Nope. Wait, what? <laughs> yep. Dark Thor, the Dark World. Odin tells his origin of the reality stone and five others. Wait, oh, you mean the reality stone and the other ones, the infinity stones that were created by the Dark Elves from remnants of the beginning of the universe? Huh. Okay. I need to start watching things that I don't watch. But like we forgot, but you just erased that part. It's like, no, 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 because that movie sucks. Moving on. <laughs> That's probably what happened. That's exactly what happened. And we're just like, <laughs> and then so when the uh, collector, he's like, no, they just came into being just like this. They were left over from the Big Bang. No one ever talks about whatever they came from. Well, moving on. Like, oh. <laughs> this is why I have you on for your your science coat logic and. It's been Rants. a while since I bring the rank or the lab coat out on anything. I need Evan, this, man. We need more sci-fi shows and, or sci-fi movies on my show. It's just been all horror and actions and stupid, stupid dramas. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's finally get into Civil, Civil War. War. Finally, yes. it, we're only thirty minutes into the show. I'm trying Civil War. No, you're doing a great job. This is all my fault. I'm supposed to be the ringleader. I am. Go ahead. You know. I'm the Hugh Jackman, and this is my circus, and I'm Civil failing War, miserably. So, yeah. All right, man. Civil War 2007. Seven issues. Hero versus hero. This is what we all get into. We'll kind of do a brief overview of everything. Stop me right. at any point in time. Okay. And Because uh, I don't know how detailed you were planning on getting. I don't I don't even know. Did you create a script for this for you? No. Normally, oh, I you're just, just winging this. Normally, I just have a thing, but I was like, I'm just going to read the books. And if Hell I remember yeah. something like there was something about this comparatively to the movie that I was like, this would have been much better in the movie than the book. Like take this part, but move it to the movie because Ooh, the I can't, I can't okay. wait. Moving on. I can't wait. So it's not a big one, thing, but it's something. Go ahead. Move yeah. On. All right, man. So everything starts off issue one, of course, with the new warriors doing a reality TV show, which bunch of morons. How did this, oh, first off, how did this not happen sooner? But I guess back in 2007, the real world was a big thing. And, well, no, that was even sooner than that, right? Like, yeah. But so, yeah, huge thing that you got Speedball, Microbe, Night Thrasher, and uh, Na Namorita? Or, yeah, um, like Namaria. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, she's, it's, it's she's okay. Namor's cousin. That makes sense. Yeah. Namaria. And it's okay. I haven't heard of any of these people. It's okay if you've never heard of any of these people because, spoiler alert, they're not going to be around for much longer. Uh, they get into a... 
let's just say they decide to do some uh, FBI hunting and come up to a house that has a team of supervillains, Cobalt Man, Speed Freak, Cold Heart, and Nitro. And they're just, you know, minding their own damn business, doing chores, mm-hmm. like taking out the trash. They're probably paying bills for the house because well, they're in a they, nice neighborhood. Like, this isn't like a trash house in, like, the ghetto. This is, like, okay, so a, a nice neighborhood to that, me. That's the thing, is criminals will use nice houses as cover. Like, if you've ever seen Snow on the Bluff which is literally a documentary about a, uh, following a drug dealer. <laughs> it's like one of the earlier episodes of Colt 45. Um, the, the guy actually just squats in a house and it looks really nice, but there's no furniture inside. He's just there. He just lives just there inside, but he, that's where he makes his drugs inside of this house. Oh, nice. I but didn't like, think about it that way. I was also trying to remember. So, does Jupiter ascend Jupiter's legacy? Does it have the same kind of like beginning part? Cause I feel like it does. It might, but I don't remember. All right. Moving on. Yeah. And I'll keep going. I'll look into it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, obviously new warriors want TV ratings. They want clout. They just, they just want it all. So they decide to attack these villains. Things go sideways really fast uh nitro ends up getting cornered and nitro has this very special power where he just can freaking explode the shit out of everything so uh yeah he cranks it up to 11 and immediately murders hundreds if not a thousand people all living in this neighborhood and um that's pretty much how we get into this. And then we get one of our first full page spreads, which, uh, you know, Steve McNeven drew. Uh, he was the penciler on all these books. So uh, I wanted to kind of shout out some of these pictures that I really enjoyed. It's got Captain America standing side by side with uh, to Iron Man, kind of already foreshadowing what's going to be happening in this storyline. Uh, definitely having them stand across from each other, mm-hmm. uh, looking at the wreckage and everything. Um and so everyone's kind of already talking about it already. The, the what would you call it? The fallout from this incident. Like, like this is the last straw. You know, Hulk did his shit over in Vegas. And then all this other shit's been happening. Like, you think people are going to stay quiet about this? And so they're already kind of planting those seeds there and already thinking about what's going to happen next. Then we cut to uh, Maria Hill being basically the biggest bitch in the whole world, which is yeah. kind of her theme in the comics, from what I can tell. She's definitely, definitely no uh, m- uh, TV movie Maria Hill, you know. No, everyone's favorite, <laughs> everyone's favorite person from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> hey kids, here's a five year long explanation of how I'm gonna bang your aunt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, she basically. Uh, tries to force Cap to uh, take out superheroes and pretty much forces his hand. And uh, so then she tries to uh, put him down with enough tranquilizer darts to probably take out an entire circus. But thankfully, there's just a random person standing by. So Cap uses his body. He's totally all right. He's That guy's fine. dead. Fine. That guy's dead. <laughs> Super soldier serum protected Cap. That guy's so, dead. All right, before you move on, this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we jumped ahead because we did. 
two, there's two things here. The neighborhood, the ground zero was a school, an elementary school. Right. Right. And one of the moms is Mariah. That was, I think that's her name. Yes. Uh, Mariah. God, I wrote it down somewhere. I thought, or no, I just uh, looked it up anyway. Anyway, but like, but the thing about it is this is this woman, her character plays the same role over in civil war, Captain America, civil war, where right. Tony is having a big speech. He comes out of MIT and there's this, there's a Alfred Woodry, Alfred Woodry, Woodry, I don't know. Alfred Woodry also playing the role of Mariah also plays the same role of mama Mabel or Mariah Sharp in Luke Cage. Oh. And I was like, why didn't this connect? <laughs> why? It's the same person, same how character. Not... How is this not the same thing? And how did we all like, meh, moving on. <laughs> wow. And I was like, because right there, if you were like, wait, but you, you're a bad guy. In well, wait. Luke Cage. So you don't have her, children, <laughs> right? Well, so her name in here is Miriam. Miriam. I, sorry, I just looked it up. Mariah Stokes. That's what her name is. It's right, Miriam. right. But I was like, uh, but I was like, this. I feel like you could have used this for something sinister, like your. It was all a play, story. like yeah, and I know, like, what if Zemo had been planning this so well? That it was just like he hired someone to play a withered mother, like go right, and it it would make so much more sense. Push Tony, like, yeah, because it's like Tony hasn't been that guy ever until he is, and then it's like okay, it's a movie, we move on. The same way it's like the same way like Batman doesn't realize that employees aren't getting paid at his own company, so Lex Luthor can just swoop in and like ruin one of them. Right. That doesn't make any sense either. Well, and see, and, and like in my fan canon theory, and I looked it up to see if it was even remotely correct, I was thinking this would have been one of the seeds for Secret Invasion for the scrolls. Right. That sh- uh, Miriam would have been a scroll because how do you defeat an enemy that's unstoppable? You divide them, right? You make so it fight that, itself. <laughs> right. And so that's why I thought, okay, this is what we're looking for here. This is what the whole play was. Because in this comic, she just seems too engaged with what's happening. She's like at every turn that Tony's like, is this a bad idea? She pops up right. like, like, no, Mr. Stark, remember what my child had gone through and a building fell on him. You have to remember the remember. suffering. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know about this. Something, oh, seems, no. if, something seems fishy with you. And I've read enough comics to don't trust this lady. <laughs> <laughs> and essentially issue one ends with Captain America uh, jet surfing the fuck out of there and some other fun stuff. But uh, yeah, you know, the, <laughs> the beer bashing of Johnny Storm and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you have that, too. Uh, that That's definitely a huge thing. Or what does that? Yeah, no, that is at the end of that. So, like, now you see public opinion is very much against superheroes current as they currently are. And so that kind of leads us issue two now. Uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. is basically tre- treating Captain America like he's Jason Voorhees, except instead of, you know, 
horny teens. He takes down villains. So, yeah. uh, so you know, all good things there. Uh, but of course, they their worst nightmare has been realized. He's yeah. having a oh. team up. No, Cap. <laughs> Cap has his own crew now. No. Oh no! What are we to do? What are we gonna do? So, uh, also in this issue, we see Reed Richards is ignoring his hot wife again because you know what he does. He's a man of the sixties. Like, like I feel like everyone writes Reed the same way, like a dick. <laughs> like, oh man! I think maybe like what was it? Hickman. Hickman had the one where Reed meets all the other versions of Reed, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna be this type of guy. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out, guys. It's like, what are you talking? You can't run away from this, and it ends up being like you know the the plot from Rick and Morty where they're like, well, if you're not going to be a part of this, we're going to have to kill you. <laughs> Hell yeah. God damn. Uh, let's see what else happens in this issue. <laughs> um, so basically team. Pro Young Avengers. Reg- yep. Right, right. Uh, the Avengers team pro registration. They're feeling the heat because, you know, Captain America is a figure, you know, he is a person and, that you want behind you. And he's not with Tony Stark's team. So now they're really trying to look for their poster boy and who better than the only other more famous person that New York has to offer Spider-Man. They're like, there's nobody who guards their secret identity more than Spider-Man. And like, let's have him unmask on national TV. Right. So like, if there's anybody we want, it's the, you know, the kid who puts web all over the town, tells lame jokes, pretty much annoys everyone he meets, no matter if they're a hero or a villain. He's our guy. This, like, (laughs) outside of this series, it ends up being a terrible decision for for Peter Parker. Like, right, leading leading to one of the worst comics that everyone universally hates. (laughs) Exactly. And, like, even even Peter mentions this in the first issue, when when they're all getting together, like, this is bad. Like, our loved ones and our personal lives will be so fucked up if we do this. And then he does this. <laughs> I was like, what, what did Stark give you? That was like, yeah, this will work money. Uh, he gave it him up, money. Yeah, it ended up being a penthouse and a shit ton of money. And I was like, Oh, that's all it took. Okay. That's fair. And, and I mean, I've, I've done worse uh, for less. <laughs> I've done worse for less. That's what I'm saying. It's like, well, um, Pretty much all you need to know from issue two. Issue three, uh, Tony and Reed are trying to bolster their numbers and the firepower. They're trying to draft like Black Panther, Doctor Strange. They're trying to get the X-Men. Everyone's telling them like, nah, I'm out, dog. No, like, ain't about this not. life. No. And I'm like, sorry, you want the government that can't run a website to control our identities? No, thank you. Right, and <laughs> you know, like, and... Black Panther? He's not even from America. Like, yeah, he's like, um, what was your thought, Tony? Like, like, what was your thinking here? So I know you're like kind of against colonizers, but I figured <laughs> you might help us, you know, colonize some people. Like, look, this time you get to be the colonizer. You get to be the colonizer. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> no. It's, it's like this fun game. No, not uh, at all. And then like the X-Men... Clearly, that's that's a bad decision. That was the dumbest thing. I think he just went there to be sure. It was like, so you're not joining Cap. And and Emma Stone's like, Emma Frost is like, no. I wish it was Emma Stone. Emma Frost is like, no, I'm not joining either side because 
this conflict is exactly like most wars. It's just people being stupid until somebody decides to grow up and be an adult and start right. talking. So foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> okay. So uh one thing I did want to point out when they're like showing Captain America, Hercules, and like everyone in their secret identities. Mm-hmm. I feel like they do Daredevil so dirty in this, man. Like, look, Steve McNeven, McNeven draws really well. Yeah. But the way he draws, and it, spoiler alert, this is Danny Rand who's actually Daredevil during this time. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not actually Matt Murdock. Dur- like, during this, uh, Matt Murdock is in hiding. Right, because other because people think he's Daredevil. Yeah. And so, yeah, Danny Rand is like trying to help pull that away from him. So like, oh, clearly they're not the same person because here's Matt and here's Daredevil. Ah, problem solved. But the way he looks, he looks so just so dead inside. Like he looks like he's literally blind. I thought that was the point. Like, ah, <laughs> I look blind. It just, it looks bad, man. I didn't like, know it was Danny Rand. I thought it was Matt Murdock. And I was like, because he's got red hair. And I was like, oh. right. And it, it looks like a shitty wig, too. Like, it really does. <laughs> but maybe that was the point. Maybe it was to disguise them as terrible as possible because it's funny. But God, Daredevil looks like his alter ego IT guy persona looks very bad compared to everyone else's. Mm. And Captain America is a mall cop, which is kind of fun. That is funny. That's exactly what he would be. Yeah. It's you're so, a 90 year old man without any like resume. Of course, you'd be a mall cop. <laughs> That's the only thing you're qualified for. It's like, what do you want to like go greet everyone by the door? That's what we do with, uh, that's what we do with geriatrics. Here's your smock. Go say Here's hi your to smock. people. Smock. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to this smart. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, basically, what else happens? Captain America's team's off to rescue hundreds of workers that are going to be in this terrible chemistry fire or like chem- chemical plant fire. And then that's when he activates Tony's trap card. Yep. And, uh, you know, Tony doing the right thing and committing arson to fool someone. And then well, it's um, his factory. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I guess, you know. What's like, it going to, like, like when he dropped Hulk on a building. He's like, how fast did I gotta buy this building? <laughs> it's just, you know he's collecting insurance on that, right? Like, he's not yeah. just burning that down. Like, but we're just going to look the other way because he's pro-registration. That's right. Capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> and Making then, that money. <laughs> that's all we need. And then, in a very flashy form at the end of the comic, Thor arrives. Or so we think. <sighs> Thor, but he's supposed to be dead, which I didn't realize until like I looked into it. Yeah, I read that. I read when Thor, I read the issue that Thor comes back and sees Tony, and he's like, "So I heard something interesting." <laughs> so there's this funny little rumor, this going funny around. little story going around that uh, you fucking <laughs> brought me back to him the dead, and it wasn't cool. <laughs> I did not like that. I did not like that. <laughs> so issue four opens up. Thor, or Robo Thor, is oh. I guess the best way to call him, is laying waste to everyone on Captain America's team. Uh, he, They're basically on the brink of capture. Hercules is able to buy some time to uh, 
kind of help get Steve Rogers out of there. And now Goliath is going to help try to get everyone to escape. And that's when one of the most iconic parts of this comic series comes into play when Robo Thor launches a bolt of lightning through Goliath that kills him, killing Bill Foster, which is completely uncalled for. And everyone's shocked. (laughs) And like everyone's just upset because, holy crap, this just went from us slapping each other around to, oh, we dying. Like people, oh, no. people <laughs> like, they're not pulling oh, punches real. no more, guy. They real. It's real. It's a real fight now. We're fighting. And so um Thor's about to put the killing blow on the rest of Cap's team, but then none other than Sue Storm <sighs> decides to step in and save everyone. Which I'm still not for sure what her power set is anymore. I thought she could just turn invisible and do invisible things, but I thought the bubbles were like literally um what do you call it they were impenetrable it required like it was because it was concentration it was a concentration type bubble so it's like it's impenetrable but right of what like what does she she bend light like is it like i thought it was extra-dimensional energy like like the same way that um like the original invisible man (laughs) transported his body to an alternate dimension parallel to ours so that allowed him to interact with ours but be invisible like his body his skin was transported to another one so it was still in this form but it was it was no light light passed right through it and i was assuming that's what her powers were that they were from another dimensional space but how does it stop lightning (laughs) i don't know but you know what hey that's what comics are for right (laughs) Paper beats rock and scissors cuts paper. That's about all we need to know. All right. So best. So everyone gets out of here. Um, but I mean the damage has been done, dude. Sowing seeds of doubt into everyone who thought they were on the right side, whether they were on Tony's team or whether they were on Steve's team. You know, people on Team Iron Man are like, oh, we're killing people. Like, that's not what I signed up for. And people on Captain America's side is like, oh, we could die. Yeah. It's like they're killing us now. They're not playing around. No more jail. They're just executing us out here. Right. And like this issue kind of pretty much ends with poor Goliath getting just wrapped up in a tarp, put into a relatively shallow grave compared to the size of his body. Right. Um, Sue leaves Reed. Which is probably the smartest thing anyone's ever done, I mean, like in this entire series. Probably save your kids a little bit. <laughs> saying, of, of course, we have Miriam still pushing Tony Stark to like, you're doing the right thing. Really, like they're bury <laughs> you're burying one of your friends in like 18 plots, right. and now they're like, no, Mister Stark, what you're doing is right. I was like, well, no, remember my dead son. Remember, remember my Damien. dead son. <laughs> I can't remember. Was I think it's Damien is his name. Is that really his name? I oh, think it no. is. No, hold Come on. on. Let me see. Uh, That's not can't be right. That's yeah, Damien. The like might as well. Damien Sharp. Damien Sharp is the. That name. is a no. That is a fucking devil child. Devil child. That's like naming your teenage daughter Megan. You're just making bullies. <laughs> 
so Reed does the only reasonable thing that he can think of, and that's assemble the Thunderbolts to work alongside the Avengers. That's the worst idea. Why Bro, would you do that? He's doing the DC Entertainment Universe strategy. When it's all like, else fails, send in the Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's like, oh, let's start getting some more villains. This will work. What we need villains. So, Issue five, uh, we get to see a big fight between Spider-Man and Iron Man because Peter Parker, you know, he doesn't swing that way. He doesn't kill people. So he doesn't he doesn't agree with how things are going, you know, mostly due to the cyborg Thor thing. Uh, Tony says what can only be the worst possible thing I have ever read and come out of his mouth because of just how timely it is. And that's. Thor acted like any cop would. That does not make this whole situation better. No. It makes this so much worse. And especially in like today's climate and stuff, saying like, oh yeah, Thor killing is a lightning bolt through this. Yeah. (laughs) It's what any cop would do. (laughs) Which he's not wrong. (laughs) First of all, you're right. And second of all, that's terrible. What? But you're supposed to be better. That's the thing about being superheroes. Like, that was the thing. You were supposed to be better. And it's like they don't get that. And so to do the better thing, they decide to send the Thunderbolts to go take on Spider-Man. Because at least now it's not heroes doing it, right? It's villains. villains. We're not going to pull any punches on Spider-Man. We got full reign to kill you now. And it's legal. (laughs) Right. And then we got two villains that you probably never heard of, Jack-O-Lantern and the Joker, because, spoiler alert, they're going to get murdered by the Punisher. (laughs) Frank Castle. Frank Castle, the hero we really need. Not (laughs) wrong. That's that's not right. (laughs) There's no... Look, Captain America is America. And what's more American than guns? (laughs) Yeah, I guess... I will say, though, the full page spread of him carrying this broken and bloodied Peter Parker looks really cool, though. Like It's pretty dope. It's awesome. And especially like with like his origins, you know, like he was sent to kill Spider-Man first, you know, and now he's saving Spider-Man. Oh, I didn't know like it. Look, I just remember there's like this big famous cover from way back in the day. I can't remember what issue of Amazing Spider-Man it is. And it's like Spider-Man and crosshairs and the Punisher are like, I'm going to kill Spider-Man. I'm going to kill Spider-Man. So I can only assume that was his goal. <laughs> I got him. He's dead now. Right. So uh, Punisher wants to play with, you know, Team Rogers. But, you know, they kind of don't want him because of the guns and the killing. And, and and like one of them's like... Like, why Why won't you join Tony's side? Because he's teamed up with murderers and thieves. thieves. And they're all like, <laughs> wow. Do you know what you are, bro? <laughs> like, you just said that with your whole chest. Like, just. <laughs> and the irony different. just doesn't dawn on you at all. Like, just walked over this, huh? Okay. <laughs> I, I use good bullets. <laughs> These are the bullets I use to kill the bad guys. They're filled with holy goodness. <laughs> holy goodness. Um, Daredevil ends up getting captured and for whatever reason, they want to make a biblical reference, uh, by giving Tony a silver coin, you know, Mm -hmm. cause I guess Catholic guilt, 
Because, you know, Danny Rand's really not used to this, I guess. I don't know what the hell. He's like, I'm still trying to be Daredevil. And what would Daredevil do? Biblical reference. (laughs) Right. And for anyone who doesn't know, it represents the 30 pieces of silver that Judas received for betraying Jesus. Why He could just call him Judas. I would have caught that. Well, he does do that, too. But it's... Look, man, no. when you're trying to make a Unless petty the, point. Yeah, but I, I thought the I thought the coin was gonna do something like, oh good. And then like Right. Oh, he's like, okay, Daredevil got the tracker into the prison. We know where it is now. And he's had that coin for at least four issues. He's like flipping it in a doorway to look cool when everyone's meeting and so they're all just, like Well dumb. Okay. Like he he's just being angsty. He's like a high school emo he's me in high school. Yeah. <laughs> it's just without the swoop bangs. <laughs> don't laugh that was that was the thing all right that it was the style back then. I, that was the emotion that i gave it was the little snort <laughs> that was enough. like you remember that meeting in the doorway when everyone's like oh well at least the watcher's not here it can't be that bad and then the watcher shows up that yeah and they're like like oh fuck <laughs> oh shit this is bad isn't it and then yeah what a yatu is like yep y'all about to yep. fuck up like at that point, why does no one just stop and say, "Okay, guys, okay, new plan, well, we, new plan"? Let's skate. Let's just start spitballing until like, Uatu leaves. Once he leaves, we know we're on the right path. Like if you're in the DC universe and Pariah shows up, you should run because right, you're just fucked. What, what? 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 You only come before or Silver Surfer shows up and it's like. We should leave, huh? Yep. Like, <laughs> uh, you're here for a reason, and it's we never a leave. good one. So that pretty much wraps up issue five. Uh, issue six is a brief look at the uh, 50 state initiative, um, which the plan was to put a superhero team in every state. Yeah, the boys. Yeah. And I did look up the Texas team and we will talk about it. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then the Punisher infiltrates the Baxter building because Steve Rogers is a complete moron and enlisted the help of the Punisher. Because he needs a thief. And a murderer. Well, he could find a thief. He doesn't need a murderer. We could call Black Cat. She's Spider-Man could just make that call. And why? Well, I guess they were trying not to use villains. So that's why they used the hero equivalent of a villain. Is she a villain, though? I feel like sometimes she just shows up and does funny things. And like- I mean, OK, we're going to get into my love of Black Black Cat and why she should be the only person that Peter Parker ever mingles with ever for the rest of his life because she's the only good person in his life i'm sorry she's my favorite that is true she's the only one that can handle him i did read that issue of like mary jane and black cat and like he wakes up and he's like oh it's this dream again (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's a nightmare mary jane please be gentle (laughs) he's like i'm gonna you better be glad you're in the hospital bro uh, so everyone's gearing up for the final battle. We know it's the final battle because everyone keeps referring to it as the final battle. Uh, Sue, uh, Sue Storm approaches Namor, Namor, Namor. to a, I can't say Namor anymore because I've no. heard Namor and it He's sounds Namor. so much cooler. It is. <laughs> and then so like, she, I, I've read like a few Namor comics and I'm like, Oh, you're pretty boring. I'm glad we retconned you and made you cooler. Right. <laughs> And basically, uh, she wants him to join their team, and he just wants to join her privates. Yeah, mm. he's like, why did you think they sent you? They could have sent anyone down here. It's like, 
Wow. Basically, like, so I heard you and Reed aren't together. <laughs> so, yeah, I heard you. <laughs> I mean, you, your kids can come down here, I guess, if you want. <laughs> it's all great. Name Namor does not say no to love. That's why I'm That's called right. Namor. That's right. I, I say, I don't say no to love. <laughs> Just say the word and I'll make the land wet. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> Uh, so supervillains Goldbug and Plunderer want to join Team Captain America, but spoiler alert, if you haven't learned from the first six people whose names you didn't recognize, these people are about to die. Uh, Punisher unloads a whole ass mag into each of them. <laughs> and, um, that, yeah, so all of a sudden, you know, unloading full mags into villains wakes, uh, Steve Rogers up to like, oh shit. I have enlisted a madman. Yep. I'm no better than Tony. Like, what murders. am I doing? I wonder by which round of ammunition going into that person that Steve Rogers realized, oh, this was a mistake. Because he doesn't do anything until like after the Punisher is like completely finished. So and also, at least by the 30th. <laughs> Also, my biggest issue, anytime someone shoots a gun indoors, no one is suffering from, like, the absolute deafening sound of gunfire. Yeah. Because that's how guns work, right? No! You shoot them one time, and they're just like, they're just like, pew, 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 little tiny pews. So when I was a security officer, I used to have to qualify on a gun range, and this was outdoors. No. And when I tell you outdoors hurts just as bad because guns are loud. <laughs> so me and B not more than like, I gotta be like six months now. We went to this gun range is right by my house. It's indoors it's an indoor gun range. I didn't, you know, I know it was there. I drove by it. I've never been. And I was like, cause cause like the bowling alley, I worry that if I walk in, it's just going to be one of those scenes where it's like, we don't serve your kind here, boy. And I'm like, eh, that's uh, fine. I'm going to leave. Help. <laughs> nah, I'm in the wrong movie. I'm going to leave. <laughs> but they were oh, fun. Shit. And I, I got to shoot my gun. And I was like, yeah. It is fun. I like, I was side story now. Because <laughs> um, right. I never, like, living in Texas, you'd think I'd grow up around guns. And my dad being a police officer, you'd think I'd grown up around guns. Never. Never in my life. Oh. Like, and so it wasn't until I was 30 years old that I shot my first firearm. And that was for work. That was for a job. And I it I was shot a shotgun before that. But like, yeah. It was fun. Like I had a blast. It's one of the it's one of the few things I miss from being a security officer. Mm-hmm. It's like going out, shooting a well, we had a like a I think they were like M15 semi-automatic rifles and like, and then like Glock 9s as well. Oh, you I think you shot was. a big gun like, ah. like oh. Actually, that was way easier to shoot than a handgun. I so bet. If you ever get like, a chance to shoot a rifle, it's very fun. Okay, I'm going to work on that one. Cuz it was like <laughs> $40 to rent one and I just didn't have the money at the time. I was like, oh. We're going to go places, Randy, me and you. I'm going to take you. We're going to yeah. see the world. We're going to shoot all the guns. We're going to shoot all the guns. Yeah, Texas. Texas. <laughs> so now uh, I guess it's time for the final showdown. Uh, the 
Cap- Team Captain America shows up into the negative zone to release <sighs> all the people that they've been capturing on team or from team Iron Man side or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- Tony reveals that uh, he's had a secret agent, uh, Tigra. It's been <gasps> spying, spying on them for a week. I've seen all their dirty laundry. You no Tigra, the integral character of the series. Yeah. She's been in all three panels. Oh, Tigra. How dare you? And then Steve Rogers reveals his true trap card, and that's Hulkling's been impersonating Hank Pym for at least the past few hours. But that's enough for him to get all the codes, uh, impersonate Hank Pym's voice, and release all the prisoners. So now we got a true showdown, heroes versus other heroes, and now it's time for fun splash pages, which is probably one of the greatest splash pages to see all these heroes facing off against each other. I do like this splash page. This is like really the best part about this whole series mm. is like just seeing them about to do cool shit. I Which hope. leads us into issue seven where all the cool shit happens. It's time for fighting in the negative zone. More fighting. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, fighting in the negative zone is cool and all it's not cool enough. So we get cloaked to just suck everyone up and, uh, Spit them all out into New York because New York iconic. And so now it's hero versus hero in the streets of New York. Fucking the actions cranked up to 11. The collateral damage is cranked up to 11 because, you know, fuck the public. Fuck these people. We're just going right. to beat the shit out of each other. Who cares who's in the way? Here's the uh, war. You need the war. <laughs> the war. Uh, speaking of war, Namor shows up because I guess Sue let him fill her titties or something. I don't know. Uh, wow. But uh, got, you imagine how hot you'd have to be to like summon an entire army. An entire army. Like move kings. Move kings. And Sue like- Storm is that hot though. And Reed Richards is a dumb, dumb man. Uh, but yeah, Namor shows up and shouts out his lame ass catchphrase, which is Imperious Rex. Although, oh, is that his? Okay, that's his catchphrase, and I didn't know that. He shouts it out, and I was like, "This is the dumbest thing you could have said." But why? <laughs> and I looked it up. It's his catchphrase. It's something he's been saying in the comics for at least since the '60s, and he even says it in Wakanda Forever. Oh yeah, but he says it, you know, in a cool Mexican way. Yeah. So you you don't you don't catch it as stupid Imperious Rex. You catch it in however it's they say it in Spanish. Great. Yeah, it's still not great. I'm just well, like, it's kind of like the Captain America. I could do this all day, and like the Black Panther, Wakanda well, forever. Like that's like, the like, thing. Didn't Cap like Avengers assemble? And he's like, and then the whole prison's like, wait, is he talking to us or is he talking <laughs> right. to us? Who's the Avengers wait. now? <laughs> wait, which ones? Wait, I, I was a West Coast Avenger. Is I do I count? Bad guys, guys. <laughs> I didn't get my card in the mail. Uh, am I still an Avenger? <laughs> so some more o- iconic looks in here. Hercules kills Cyberthor by smashing a hammer through his fucking face. That's right. That was really awesome, honestly. Um, oh, but then the day is pretty much saved when the brave first responders subdue Captain America. It takes like two nurses, a firefighter, and some EMT guys that just tackle him because he's about to kill Tony Stark, it seems. 
because he beat the ever-living shit out of Tony. He's got him dead to rights until the people show up. It's like that episode of Pokemon when Ash is about to beat Brock and then all the little kids start hanging off his arms. Like He could clearly just shake them off and still make Pikachu destroy Onyx, but... That's right. No, my conscience. My heart, no. My heart won't allow me. My conscience didn't hit me when Punisher murdered like three people in cold blood, but now... Now I see the true errors of my ways. Oh, look at all the destruction I've caused. Oh, well. (laughs) Wait a second. That's not what heroes do at all. That's not what... So wait, did I miss something? I feel like I missed something. Uh, Did you miss something? Or did Steve Rogers miss something? I think Steve Rogers (laughs) missed something. Uh, What what do you think you're missing? Well, this, this... This doesn't make any sense to me. Like, like the movie makes more sense, but Tony's part doesn't make any sense. Whereas this part, like Steve doesn't make any sense. Right. This this is what you wanted, right? You want it. If you want it freedom so bad, you had to fight for it. There's going to be people who have to suffer for it. Right. So then you have to either give up your freedoms or have other people or yourself give up your life. Things you like would that. think he would understand that being as he fought in World War II. Right. And like, I was like, what do you think we're doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think we're here? Why do you think we're here? It's not right. to, we're not to here and hand out cookies. You guys missed the part where you guys could have talked this out. <laughs> right. And, and like, see, that's another part going back to that issue. I think it was like issue two. Tony tries, even though like he's doing with a show of force, Tony does try to talk to Steve. And the first thing Steve does is hack fucking Tony's suit with like an EMP pulse. But like, yeah, but at least in the movie, like, like, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to be a part of this. I'm not signing your accords. It's like, come on. And they're like, he brings up the pen. He brings up like, what if I do this? Like, what if we bring Bucky in? And like, what if we like, We'll put Wanda under like observation and it's like, we'll find a way to make this work so that we can have a compromise. And Steve's like, no, no, we're not doing any of that. Right. I don't want to fight you. (laughs) Right. And like in the movie, it also, it worked to me, it works better because it's a more personal story than just like focusing on the big heroes thing. It focuses more on Miriam showing up every 15 minutes. Right. Yeah. Stark, they killed my baby. Because that's really all you needed was the one time, right? It's like, yeah. yeah, it's like, well, how many times have we killed your baby? Other things. <laughs> Maybe she's Mephisto. Like, yeah. that's like the because <laughs> even by the end of the seventh issue, after Steve surrenders, gets put in jail, the pro registration act gets its way, right? She's on the helicarrier with Tony Stark, who is now the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., like some bring your daughter to work day visitor yeah, or like, something. Why are you here? Like, you have <laughs> no business. Don't being you here. have a husband? Why are you privy to this type of information that Tony's this just is, freely giving to you? This is a clandestine agency that we're working here with. And you're just a civilian just walking around. Right. I mean, and you don't have a billion dollars. Why are you here? Why aren't you getting me coffee? Why aren't you giving me coffee? Are you getting me a sandwich or not? Why are you here? 
Right. Uh, so, um, we I glossed over the fact that when Sue left Reed, she wrote him this big letter about not agreeing with him and making and leaves the kids with him though. Like, you yeah. know, you can't you can't live that fun single mom life. Right. With Boy, kids you did that day. <laughs> and then, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> And then, so now we end with Reed writing Sue back a letter, basically begging for her back because, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, And of course she's going to show up because that's what, you know, she does. Well, because, you know, she always comes back and I'm like, all right, that makes sense. I guess. fucking hate it. And that's pretty much wrapping up Civil War, man. Uh, we have this big fight, which basically we have a big fight because, you know, heroes don't want to be registered. And then they get registered anyway. Okay. See, I thought that happened. Tony Stark wins. <laughs> Tony Stark wins. Just he doesn't feel like he won, you know, because he just but he's got... a villain though. Like Tony's a villain. I'm just gonna be honest. Like I, lot, I agree. Like that's a lot of times, I guess the Tony's big thing. Like it it's so hard because I mean, like the parallels that they're trying to make with this story and like maybe the government oversight. It it's hard to paint Tony's side in a good way with the way that they're trying to do it. Right. It's tyranny. It's like it's overreach. And, and like right. it makes sense that the X-Men aren't going to be a part of it because they've been fighting registrations for forever. That was for forever. Like right. Senator Kelly, God kills and men laugh or something like that or something like that. Something like that. Forget but that and I feel like the story, the only way to even try to make Tony's side even redeemable is they have to take Captain America to a darker place. They have to make him just look crazy. Right. In order to make Tony, who is clearly the bad guy in this whole situation, to make him not seem like the bad guy. Like they, they basically they create they try to create two villain sides. So that way we're trying to not feel gross by the end of the story. But it to me, it doesn't work. I still feel awful. I don't no. agree with the Registration Act. I don't agree with how Steve Rogers handled the situation at the end of the story. Like, it just, it's awful. I don't agree with any of this. Like, it's all dumb. It's all dumb. Especially, like, the fact that, okay, so this happened. This is a terrible tragedy. Let's find out how we can never make it happen again. A good conversation to have. Let's start there. Not everyone gets rounded up and put tags on and then we're going to classify our powers. And I'm like, nah, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Yeah. Well, like as soon as you do that, that list ends up being in the hands of someone who's going to use it for nefarious shit. Like Like shield, like shield, (laughs) like Hydra, like aim, like any of these guys, these organizations that just live out in the universe. Like like se- like secret invasion scrolls like right. just all these people <laughs> like literally Spider Man's life goes into ruin after his revealing his identity and just okay. but think of the ratings <laughs> but think of the ratings oh my god think of all the comics will sell it's gonna feel so good everyone and, hates it and that's when we tune in next week when we talk about Civil War two because you know one wasn't enough. You got to do it again. Oh, we're going to do it again. No, I hear that one, one worse. Yeah. I was like, it oh. is that one. That one I actually read through and uh, 
it gets worse. <laughs> I had some, I have it somewhere here, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna want to read this. Man, just get Marvel Unlimited. That's what I tell people. Because I like Captain Marvel and some things I've read. Like, yeah, and you, like I was like, oh, Captain Marvel's kind of cool. And then Civil War Two happens, and you're like, wow. She's kind of a bitch. She's <laughs> really awful. She's worse than Tony Stark. Like, oh, I killed all the babies. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let me bathe um, in their blood. Like, what? Why are you so, like this? So, yeah, man, that's pretty much Civil War uh, from 2007. I, I will say uh, definitely the artwork is this shining moment throughout Oh, this yeah. entire series. There's some great splash pages. There's some great panels. Um, the story, while a f- great concept and definitely kind of fit, you know, like what was going on publicly, I think, like in real world, I think it crosses over to the real world very well and makes a statement. I think it loses itself halfway through and kind of loses what it's trying to say, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yep. I believe that. 100% makes zero sense. Like, right. Eventually, you guys should have had like a compromise or a sit down or something. Like, that don't make no sense. Right. Now, that all being said, it's still one of Marvel's classic storylines. We can't, uh, I can't fault it for that or I can't take that away from it. But man, if I had to give this thing a rating on my show, the way I do ratings is okay. it's either positively charged, negatively mm-hmm. charged. Are a neutral charge, you know, like mm. an atom, because that used to be my logo and kind of still is my logo. An atom. Oh yeah, I, I'm kind of neutral on this one though, man. No charge on this one. It's not bad, but it's it's forgettable at the same time to me. I'm gonna go with negative because I think I actually bought this comic and I don't know where it went. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, well, I read it, threw it away, and like, Psh, I don't want to watch this. Eh, that's all right. I'll just. Watch the movies. I'm just going to watch the movies now. And they're I, will, I will say the covers are amazing, though. Um, fantastic covers. The the way they do the Civil War with like the band of artwork on there looks really fantastic. And mm-hmm. of course, it has that iconic moment that they use in the movie of like Iron Man blasting into Captain America's shield. And it looks so badass. I was waiting for that in the comic. I was like, oh, is that, that part where they shoot each other? Like. No, it's not no, it's just it just looks it, cool on a comic. <laughs> so there you have it, man. That's our rating. That's uh, me and random Rainy Savage's thoughts on Civil War. Civil War, meh, meh. <laughs> Watch meh. the movie. Watch the movie. I did want to talk about uh, one thing before we left the comic and everything, though. Was the Avengers Initiative having a team in every state? Of course, being a proud Texan because. That's my personality. Right. I had to look up what the Texan team was. And so I don't know if you saw they in the, cause they actually show the Texas team in the comics. Oh, I didn't see and that. Yeah. No, it's like one panel, like near the end where you're already just upset what Steve Rogers did. And like, you, you see Tony talking and they're just like, Oh yeah. And here's Texas. And here's Texas. Yeah. So, <laughs> They were called the Rangers, not to be confused or uh, copyright infringement on the Rangers baseball team. Oh. That's also in Texas. <laughs> uh, leader of the team was Texas Twister, who is Drew Daniels, who gained the power of a tornado after a tornado hits a nuclear power plant, oh. which is be- 
basically going to be since I also work at a nuclear power plant. So they could only be talking about mine. Well, there's two in Texas, but I can only assume they're talking about mine. It's probably going to be my future origin story as a superhero. I hope you get powers just like that. That'd be dope. So his powers are tornado feet. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was like a red tornado ripoff. Nah, he just flies around like a little you didn't tornado. You get to airbend. What? <laughs> oh, he can shoot guns too. Yeah. <laughs> what I want to airbend. All right. Next member of our uh, team. There's quite a few members actually. So you have Shooting Star, who is Victoria Star. Mm. She's a sharpshooter, an athlete. She dual wields six shooters, but with, you know, stun rounds because killing's bad. Killing's bad, everyone. Here and in also, Texas. <laughs> also, she's Texas Twister's lover. Stand yeah. your ground, everyone. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. <laughs> uh, you have Red Wolf, who you might be familiar with because he's actually in other things. Uh, this one is William Talltrees, and he's actually from Montana. So uh, he gains the power of, uh, yeah, gains the powers of Red Wolf from Oyo, Owe Yodata, which is a Native American god that I butchered. <laughs> um, uh, Native American god of hunting and the patron of the Cheyenne uh, Native American people. Mm. Interesting. Okay. And that's actually true. So uh, okay, I, I just can't pronounce the name. I just didn't know how I felt about that. I was like, yeah, yeah. This guy yeah. looks pretty white to be like Native American guy. It's like, yeah. Hey. Well, there's been different uh, iterations of Red Wolf. Okay. So you know, much like the next person on our list, and probably the most problematic person of the team, Phantom Rider, who was actually Marvel's original Ghost Rider for the comics. But like before Ghost Rider was a thing, it's back when they did like Western comics. Yeah. yeah, Um, He then became Knight Rider at one point. Ah. Uh, But that's kind of a really poor choice of words because Knight Rider was the term used for Klansmen back in the day. And he was a superhero who wore all white, like white cape and everything. Yeah. Also, there was that time that the character raped Mockingbird in a time-traveling event, but uh, it's cool, man, because he essentially haunted her after he died and gaslighted her into admitting that it was consensual. So it's fine. They retcon that. But if it makes you feel any better, that was a different iteration of Phantom Rider than the current one on the Rangers team. Uh, This guy's... Yeah, this guy is Hamilton Slade, and uh, so yeah, he didn't do anything wrong. Just, uh, just pick another just name. Mo- just pick the moniker that. Yeah, like Knight Rider. Or- pick another name. <laughs> no, 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 not that <laughs> nope. one. Nope, nope, not that one. Nope, not that one. So everyone else is pretty not bad. After that, uh, you have Firebird. <laughs> have you gone with Gentleman Ghost? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> you could have just go with Ghost Rider, maybe. <laughs> like, like, you can have more Ghost Riders. There's like 10 Spider-Man. Why can't there be two Ghost Riders? Spirit Actually, there Cowboy. already are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have Firebird, who's Bonita Juarez. Uh, mm. She gains her powers from a cold fireball that falls from the heavens. And she's a devout Catholic and a social worker. So, oh. yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, you have Ar- Armadillo on the team. He's a small-time crook. Antonio Rodriguez. <laughs> 
Uh, he basically becomes the armadillo to save his wife, Bonita. No, not Firebird Bonita. A different Bonita, because that's the only Bonitas that ever exist, I guess. There's only like six of them. <laughs> well, we have a Mexican female. What should we name her? Ah, uh, how about Bonita? Was, was Maria Dickin? Yep, yeah. Maria's Dickin. Okay. What about Juanita? Uh, close. Uh, <laughs> Almost so, there. Uh, <laughs> Basically, he agrees to become a test subject for an evil doctor to save his wife, who uh, the doctor turns him into an armadillo because science reasons. And what do you do when you become an armadillo? Well, you become a wrestler and then a villain. But now he's working for the Rangers as a good guy. So, yay. Sounds about right with Spider-Man. Right. And then you have the last member of the team, Living Lightning, Carlos Santos. I know. He's the son of a terrorist. That gets oh. electrocuted. <laughs> he gets electrocuted by one of his father's terrorist machines. But oh. instead of dying from electricity, he becomes the Living Lightning, and okay. basically just starts out as a misguided villain. But then turns to the side of good, goes to college, gets a degree, and still kind of like does good guy things every now and then. Hmm. Yeah, and the Rangers. That's not the only time they show up. They show up again. First, they show up in, uh, I can't remember, it's an issue of The Incredible Hulk, because Hulk starts wilding out somewhere in the Southwest, right? and the Rangers show up to kind of deal with that issue. And then they show up again when Kane is visiting Houston, and they just, I don't even know what they do, they just kind of show up and just, you know, pew, 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 Texas! And then Texas, watch out we gotta there, let, Kane! We gotta let people know that Texas got heroes, and most of them have guns. This is how we fight our way through to the Marvel Universe. Pow, 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 pow. And scene. That's pretty much it, man. Yep, that's that's, that's us. That's Texas. That that, that was Texas. I mean, I, I like Red Wolf, and Shooting Star could be worked on. Like yeah, Texas Twister is whole. That whole team needs another workaround. Like, eh, well, one more pass, guys. Just do another one. Just do another pass. I Talk would love. Out. To have a Texas superhero team, you know, West Coast gets its own thing. East Coast has everyone else. Why not Third Coast? Why can't we get the Third Coast Avengers? I feel like they're like they're missing the smart guy because everyone on that team is like either they're all been villains or working on their own stuff. Because you got Armadillo, he's the big guy. He did something for love. Okay, so that makes sense. Uh, Shooting stars is our chick. She's and the I, Sue Storm of the group. <laughs> well, the, like the heart, the 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 encompassing like relationships keep everyone together. She keeps everything light, and then True. like you got your quote unquote leader in Texas Twister dude, right? And I'm like, the other guys are just like they're not real lancers. They're not they're not second in command. They're just there. See, and like. I feel like Red Wolf doesn't belong on this team. He's better than this team. Like, yeah, I was like, why are you here, Red Wolf? We're just like, oh, wait, we need to uh, diversify a little bit. I was like, yeah, I was like, ah, I'm the sixth man. I am Red Wolf. Because <laughs> oh, they no. couldn't find a black guy to be in the Texas squad. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, Living Lightning's the darkest member on the team, so. Uh... Right. And he did go to college, so he might be the smartest member of the team. Oh, yeah, so he's a smart guy. Yeah, he's the Tony Stark. He's the smart guy, okay. And his dad owned a terrorist organization, which he now has access to all that equipment. So, like, yeah, repurpose it for good. 
sure, I'm sure it'll be fine. We made it work. It's good, guys. Like, we I mean, the cops work. do it all the time. They, you know, you take impound stuff vehicles. from the military. You use it to protect people. They right. do it all the time. Totally works fine out for everyone involved, right? We're going to slap Texas flags on everything, cowboy logos. It's going to be great. We're going to just spray paint protected serves on the side of a tank, and that's what we're going to use. It works <laughs> just fine. All right, people. I think that's going to wrap it up for today, man. Um, first off, I want to thank Randy. Uh, thanks so much for coming on the show, dude. It's been a long time coming. I, 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 it took me giving up the BriFi podcast to try to start a new project and then realizing that was a terrible, terrible mistake to restart the BriFi podcast to realize I need Randy on the show. Oh, yes. All I had to do was ask. I was like, yeah, I'll figure it you out. You just always felt bigger than that, man. You always just felt larger. Nah. Yes. You, nah, you, I'm you, always happy to help everyone out. You guys, like I said, just, if you, if you want someone to listen to your show, have me on the show. I'll listen at least for one episode. I can't wait for you to finally listen to, for the first time, the BriFi podcast. That's not true. <laughs> I do listen sometimes. Every now I, and then. I was there when you were making podcasts inside of a phone booth or wherever you were. That's true. <laughs> you, you've been there since the beginning. Our our friendship goes pretty far back as far as podcasts go. That is go. true, yeah. And that's why I'm excited to see you at Comic Palooza this year. I was I was there last year, just handing out T-shirts. Okay, I wasn't there. No, that's fair. I, I was still trying to avoid COVID. That's fair, and it's you know, it's still a thing. Like it's still it, a thing, and it's and it's really kind of like we're just just ignore it, and it'll go away, right? Just ignore well, it, it'll I'm, go away. I'm four vaccinations in, so I'm I'm feeling pretty confident now. That's good. Yeah. All right, man. But uh, before I let you go, though, we got to pimp you out, though, man. Tell us a bit about Colt 45 and I guess your co-host, Brad. Sure, 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 sure. All right. Let's do this spiel. Hang on. This is Random Randy Savage of Colt 45 Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt 45 Podcast. Subscribe to our Twitch, TikTok, and YouTube for that video content. We're on all your major podcasting apps like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Why? Oh, because I hadn't changed this since Superman. <laughs> I was like, what? Why is this? Wow. Oh, let's see. But Podbean is where you love us. And if you want more of us, more inside of your ear pussies, come to patreon.com slash go 45 podcast and get an extra episode for a dollar featuring new releases or take over our show for a few bucks more. Hell yeah. And yeah. And basically the same spiel for me, except everything's at BriFi Podcast. And you can also find me on Twitch where I play video games and just chat with whoever is willing to chat with me. Mostly it's just video bots, but we make it work. 